he started. Now notice, and the whole time he was believing, there was evidently no change in his body. That's important. Amen. Because one translation says that he was fully aware of the deadness of his body, but he didn't see that as a reason that God would not do what he promised. See, what he believed trumped what he could see. So there came a point in his existence where he became convinced, I'm going to father this child. And Sarah's going to be the mother, even though she can't have children and has never been able to have children. You know, if she'd been able to have children in her young years, that would have given him a little human hope. Right? But the Amplified Bible says he had no human hope. None. Now think about that. This is the father of our faith. And you may look at your circumstance, and you may even say, well, you know, uh, the doctors can't tell me what's wrong, and, and I don't know what's wrong, and, and I can't figure out what's going on here, and, and maybe it's another situation for someone else. But here's, here's the issue. That's human hope. That's human hope. And nobody can give me a picture for natural human hope in those circumstances. I've got to go to what God said and get my picture. And that's what Abraham did. Romans 4 says he hoped against hope. The Amplified Bible say, says all reason for human hope being gone, Abraham hoped in God. What did he do? What, what was the picture God gave him? Father of a multitude, fathering this child, Sarah giving birth to this child. This is the picture, Abraham, that I want you to have. Amen. That's what he kept going back to was the picture God gave him. That's the eternal picture. That's what you got to become convinced of. Because all your circumstances fight to convince you that you're not what God wants you to be convinced that you are. Amen. Your body fights against it. The doctor, not knowingly probably, but the doctor fights against it. Your family can fight against it. People that love you and care about you can fight against it. Are you okay? You don't look any better. You look tired. You look worn down. What, are you sure? Are, 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 it, Painting you a good picture. And you, what do you got to do? You got to spend time. Painting the picture. Amen. I, I've, I've, had, I've had people in the hospital dealing with life or death situations. And I'll tell them unequivocally, you need to put a guard at the door and you don't need to let anybody in here that doesn't know what they're convinced of. Yeah, but you know, Cousin Maybell, she'll want to come up. If Cousin Maybell can't come in and talk faith, sorry, Maybell, you just need to stay home. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you kill me. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah, but she's my rich cousin. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are, are you following me? I, I, told, I told you when Jim and Carrie were fighting, what they, dealing with what they were dealing with, that the Lord healed her up. 
deadly. I mean, died in the emergency room at the brink of death. And I told him, don't let anybody in here that's not, that's not going to get in agreement with what you're doing. And when they come in here, don't let them say anything. To her. You tell them, this is what we're believing. This is what we're going to see God do. And if you can't agree with that, you just need to go home. Yeah, but pastor, that's harsh. Yeah, but she's alive and healed. I'm not, I'm not taking the credit. What I'm trying to tell you is that's how it works. What image do you see? And then you, you be absolutely dogmatic about keeping that image in front of your face. This is what God said about me. I see me as healed. I see me as blessed. I see my family saved. Glory to God. Come, You're believing for your family? Come to church sometime and just look down the aisle and picture all of them sitting there like pigeons. Amen. Well, will that work? See, you need to spend some time in the Word. Yes, it'll work because you got to see it, you got to say it, you got to receive it. Oh, hallelujah. So notice now, it says, He uh, did not stagger at the promise of God. Waver is a better word. He didn't waver at the promise of God. He didn't vacillate between two opinions. Well, how would that happen? Through unbelief. But he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Oh, glory to God. So his certainty, his conviction grew stronger during his walk of faith. See, my conviction should grow stronger. I should get more certain. Well, well, how do I do that? He gives us a key here. By giving praise and glory to God. So instead of talking about what it is, I give glory to God for what it is. Now, you understand what I mean by that? There are people that talk about what it is, what they have, what they're going through, the circumstance. And I need to start giving praise and glory to God for what He said it is. So the idea there that's conveyed to us is that Abraham glorified God and praised God and glorified God for what God said he was. I praise you, Father. I glorify you that I'm the father of many nations. I glorify you, Father, that there will be a child born from the union of me and my wife. Father, I glorify you for that in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Praise and worship and glorifying God is one of the highest evidences that you possess faith. And and let me say something here real quick. Faith doesn't whine. Faith, right? Well, how you doing, brother? Well, you know, it's getting better. Nope. Nope. The whine's still in his voice. That's not an assurity. That's not assurance. Brother Hagen prayed for a lady one time in a wheelchair. Prayed for a lady in a wheelchair. And she didn't get up. And somebody asked Brother Hagin, well, did the Lord touch her? He said, did she get anything? He said, no, the wine never left her voice. And you, you'll run into people like that. Well, sister, how you doing? Well, I'm believing God. I mean, nothing has changed. There was, see, right there, we just located you. 
Now, Pastor, you got to be you got to be nice to people. I am nice to people. I love people. I would I would I would never be mean to anybody about anything. That's why I'm teaching you now. That's not how faith responds. Right? I have a no whining policy in my house. Nobody whines. Why? Because because it doesn't help. Come on, get up. Time to go to school. I don't. No, no, no. Stop that. Joy. We have joy. Get up. No whining. Because that's how your day is going to go. Right? And, and when somebody says, are you, are, uh, how are you doing? Blessed, healed, well in Jesus' name. Yeah, but I'm thinking this. Don't worry about what you're thinking. Say what you believe. Hallelujah. Faith is certain. And where there's certainty, there's no whining. Faith uh, also doesn't complain. Faith walks in love. You can't be mean and ugly to people and expect your faith to work. Lose your temper, throw a fit, throw things. I'm believing for God to heal me. I have my health in Jesus' name. Well, why are you doing that? Can't I do anything? Tell you what, I'll do it yourself. Dum, dum, da, dum, dum, da. I'm almost done. Bear with me. See, faith is a law, and there are principles that govern the law. I promise you that Abraham and Sarah were walking in love. I promise you there was joy in that home. I promise you there was peace between them. Why? That's how faith works. Faith works by love. Amen. So that doesn't just mean you forgive people that have done you wrong and, and these different things. You walk in love with everybody. You walk in the restaurant, you say, Lord, before I ever go in here, I forgive everybody. I forgive everyone. I'm getting on the highway, Lord, I forgive every person. I forgive all those cutter offers. I forgive all those people that drive slow. I forgive them. I forgive them all. Why? Because you got... You got something you're working on. I say, you got something you're working on. I've told people before, look, you need your faith to work. And you need to just back off and don't do that. Because you need your faith. I'm telling you, as, as the, our congregation, you need your faith to work. Ever what you're dealing with, you need your faith to work. Well, you know, Pastor, I believe my faith is a law. And there are principles that govern the law of faith. And you cannot violate the principles and expect the law to work. You know, gravity is a very constructive, beautiful law. It's wonderful. It, right? right? Right now, ever how fast the earth is rotating, you don't even know it. Gravity is enforced. Right? It's, it's a law, and certain principles govern that law. If the rotation slows, if, if there's a difference in it, gravity is lessened. Hallelujah. 
But it's, it's a beautiful, you violate the principles of gravity. Well, how would you violate the principles of gravity? Getting up on a four-story building and jumping. You violate the principles of gravity. Because it won't work. It ends in a principle called splat. <laughs> right? When you, when, you, when you walk by the principles that govern faith, faith, uh, Lord, I'll say that, faith is also not lazy. Faith doesn't just sit around and wait on it. Faith is active. Whether it's confession, taking an act of faith, you know, if you can walk two steps, you need to. What if I can't? Then you need to try to. I, I told one guy, he was new in faith, and he said, Pastor, what do I do when I get up in the morning and I'm so sick I can't hardly stand up? I said, then you at least get to your feet and say, glory to God, I'm the healed of the Lord, and then pass out. <laughs> right? But at, le- at least get that out of your mouth. Why? Because you're learning how to do this, but, but faith isn't lazy. The easiest thing in the world there is to do is to lay in bed with a cool rag on your head all day. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Easiest thing in the world to do is, is, is to get up in the morning and go, oh, I don't feel good. I'm going to go back to bed. That's easy. Anybody can do that. But when you're, when you're operating by faith, you go, look, I've got to take some steps here. If it isn't anything but get up and go and sit on the couch or go sit in the recliner, I'm doing something, right, to show I believe I have this. I'll, I'll share this story with you and I'll be done. Uh, years ago, I don't know how many years ago, years ago, uh, we, were, we were getting into some of these things. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a household that believed in healing. Now, we also believe that you may have to suffer through to get your healing, but God would always come through in the midnight hour. <laughs> may not come when you want him, but he'll be right on time. Right on time was four hours ago when I was hurting. <laughs> but I decided, now wait a minute. And so I got up one morning, and boy, I was sick. Just sick as I could be. And I rode the bus in those days to work. And uh, uh, I got on the bus, and I'm sick. Just sick. You know, this before everybody, everybody was scared of each other. But. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I didn't think about it. But I'm, so I got to work, and finally my, my manager came to me, wonderful woman, and she said, you, you just need to go home. You don't look like you feel well. And I said, well, you know, I'm okay. I'll, I'll go home. And so I went home, and I thought, when I got home, I had to catch the afternoon bus, and when I got home, I thought to myself, now I've got a decision to make because I can go down the hallway and get in bed. And this thing's going to stay with me two or three days. Or I can sit here with the word and get rid of it. I got a choice to make. And I sat down there in that chair and went to Isaiah 53 and 5. And I said, Lord, this is what I believe. You said right here, by his stripes, I am healed. And you said, Peter, by his stripes, I was healed. So this is what I am. And, and I said, that, I'm not telling you to say this. I said this. I told the Lord, I said, 
so well men don't get in bed in the middle of the day. So I'm not going to go get in bed because I believe I'm well. That took me, it took four or five hours. But by the time evening rolled around, I was better. I was healed. Amen. Now there are people that say, well, you know, you know that's it, but that won't happen for everybody. There's the problem right there. Faith isn't lazy. Most people don't want to get involved in confession because they're lazy. They don't want to put any effort into it. They don't, they don't want to go over things. They got quiet. But that's a principle of faith. Faith works by love. It's not works. It's working your faith. My mother had uh, one time what they, what they found to be, uh, 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 what she found out later uh, was, was twofold. Uh, she was dealing with fibromyalgia, and she was possibly dealing with some cancer. And she just uh, wasted away to nothing. And if you, you know my mom, she don't have something to waste to nothing. She never had nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. I outgrew her when I was in the fifth grade. But the point is, the point is, is they came through Kansas City. We had only been pastoring there about a year. And she came through, and uh, she was standing in faith. And um, they, they talked to me, and I had some relatives that wanted me to talk to her because I've always been the favorite. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. My sister tells me all the time, yeah, but I'm your elder sister. I said, that's right. You'll always be my older sister. But anyway, they came to Kansas City, and they, some people wanted me to talk to her, and, and I, went, I had to locate her. I said, now, Mom, what do you believe in? And she said, took me the word. This is what I'm believing. This is how I'm believing it. And I just looked at her. I said, I wouldn't do anything to hurt your faith. I'll just be in agreement with you about that. Now, here's my point. She, she went to church. Now, this was her. I'm just, I'm just trying to illustrate this. They're, they were evangelists. She went to church every night to every meeting, sat in the service, couldn't stand up. So we couldn't get there, couldn't stand up. But she'd get to the front row and sit down. And one, one night she was in that service and they were singing a song and the Lord said, if you will stand up and worship me as your eternal healer and worship me for the stripes I took on my back, I'll heal you right now. And she stood up and did that and the Lord healed her and set her free and never had an issue with that again. Hallelujah. But what if she wasn't willing to take the step or to do something? Faith is an act. And it can be the act of you confessing the word of God, of, of you taking a step physically, or whatever it may be. But the point is, is when you're convinced, you'll act on it. You'll act on it. Amen. Let's stand up today, shall we? Praise God. I believe God. Amen. Just a, just a, as an act of faith, just put one hand on your heart. Raise the other one to the Lord. Say, Lord, I believe that what you said about me is truth. So I declare that I am the healed of the Lord. I am blessed. I am prosperous. I am whole. 
I declare that every sickness, every disease, every germ, every physical problem is right now presently exiting my body because I'm in faith. And that means I have it right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I believe God. I believe God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Heavenly.